introduction and welcome everybody. This is BMP Weekly episode 223. It is 23rd October. That's actually pretty sweet. 223, 23, you know. It's right. Yes, 23, yes. 10, Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and in the BMP Weekly, I always talk about the latest Microsoft 365 and uh, we typically and uh, the, we typically have a visitor. Today, our visitor will be Louis Fries. Um, she's joining us, um, I think, again. She's been a few times in the show, but it's been a while since we have her our last time. So we're going to talk about a bit about Power Platform, a bit about community, a bit about open source, all, all of that stuff. Um, and then uh, we will go through the weekly articles, uh, like typically. Uh, so what has the community and Microsoft shared within the past, actually two weeks, because we had a special episode last time. Right, Waldek? Correct. Now, my name is Esau Yuvonen. I'm a principal product manager in Microsoft 365 platform areas, and with me as a co-host. We haven't done that in a while, intro yeah, ourselves. So you, yeah, you're uh, keeping me very much on my toes. Hi, everybody. My name is Valik Masikaj, <laughs> and I am cloud developer advocate uh, for Microsoft 365 and Microsoft. Yeah, you, by the way, recently got promoted as well. So thank you. Uh, congratulations. I have that. been, correct. Yes. Correct. Thank yeah. you. Cool. Anyway, uh, uh, let's jump on the interview with Lusa, uh, and then we'll go through the articles right after that. Um, beautiful moving mark, by the way. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful moving marks. Beautiful moving marks. <laughs> cool. Excellent. So thank you, Luisa, for joining us on the BMP Weekly. Uh, we will actually give you a bit more space uh, because you're no, not that one. Uh, which one is it? It's this one. No. Yay. That one. <laughs> the master of technology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Uh, some of these days I will learn how to do this. Uh, so, or maybe not. It's fine. Cool. My dog is watching me in a weird way. Um, I hope. Uh, anyway, that's a separate discussion. Now, Louisa, thank you for joining. Uh, let's first of all start with the important things. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Louisa. Well, then. Happy, Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so you're turning now 24 then? Yes. Basically, yes. 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 Good. 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 So. Congratulations, really cool. It's unavoidable, unavoidable, I guess, that we are, Inevitable. you know, have an as English, you know. Yes. Ah. And I, I, I can't pronounce this. Just like inevitable. 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 Squirrel. <laughs> that, that is supposed to be. That is supposed to be the word that trips up German scroll like, like crazy. Scroll. Scroll. nuts, you know that. <laughs> Alvin and Chipmunks, no. <laughs> okay, so so, are, are we going to talk anything anything smart on this interview? No, I guess not. So, no. Um, uh... <laughs> You'll be drinking, we'll be watching. This is actually pretty okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could get used to that. Well, yeah. this, that, that, that is pretty uh, boring for our non-visual audience. So that's true. Maybe let's not. Maybe let's like, make some ambient yeah. noises around it. So we need to make this more accessible. Audio description. Louise is getting tipsy. Yes. 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 <laughs> Family show though. <laughs> yes. Now let's let's. Uh, you've actually been on the show uh, before, but it's been actually a pretty long time from that. Can you do a quick recap, Louise? Of who are you and what do you do for a living? 
quick recap. So, um, hi, my name is Isa. I'm an independent M365 Power Platform Consultant based in Germany. I live in Düsseldorf. I'm uh, sitting here in my home office, and uh, this I call this my uh, nerd credibility shelf because this place is like all the nerdy and um, Legoy style that I love. Um, Today is my birthday, and yesterday I made myself a very, very special present because I ran my very first half marathon race, and I survived it. And this is how cool. did it go? How did it go? It was um, it was tough. So there were phases that were just like really easy and nice, and I was like, wow, this is this is amazing. I feel good. And then there were times where like, oh my god, what am I doing here? This is bad. And that yeah. pretty much reminded me of my just life as a developer because that metronome that just like ticking very, very fast between, oh, I'm so good and wow. I've, I've got this. I've got this. I will never be able to like, do it. Um, yeah. So um, running and being a developer, that so there's just like a lot of similarities. Let's say like that. Sure. How how do you prep for that big of a run? Like you don't get you, you, twenty two kilometers, fifteen miles. Wake yeah. up and and run. I mean, well, I well, I, so, I don't. So usually, as a responsible runner, you should train for that. Just like with having in mind when you would have that race, and then just yeah. like build up everything. And usually, my um distance of um where I feel good is just like more like ten k. And occasionally I do a longer run at the weekends, which is, might be just like up to 15K, but I signed up spontaneously, super last minute for this run, just like literally the day before yesterday. And then just like did it. But I mean, if you run already 10 and 15K, how much of a difference is there to do the 20, what is it, 21, 22? 22, 20, yeah. It's 21, it's 21. Yeah. And it is a difference. Okay. It is somehow the difference between creating a sample and creating a production ready app. <laughs> it's just it a bad. sample that is being actually used, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's more yeah. polished. So yes. Just to create something that demos nicely, that is a 5K park run. That is yeah. just like super easy and you can just like knock it off and it looks easy and everyone can do that. And it's just like super easy steps and the devil is really in the details. And yeah. yeah. So, so if I can run until the end of this this the street, like that is not even a sample, right? Like that code doesn't doesn't work. It works kind of. It compiles. That's about it. <laughs> that, is, that is your storage VS code. <laughs> so depending <laughs> on the street that you live in, I don't there know. There you go. There is one sentence summary of my skills. <laughs> I mean, it's, we, we all need to start somewhere. <laughs> totally. But I guess coming back on the the actual running thing. So I I. I I do skating on obviously on long distance uh, inline skating, which apparently is a weird thing. People don't quite understand that somebody does that as a hobby. But at least for me, like the 15 kilometer, if you go like a marathon, the worst moment is roughly in 15 uh, kilometers because that's the moment when your brain and the body starts telling you, nope, this is too much. You cannot do that. And then all of a sudden you get past that. And then it's completely fine for the next 15 to 20 kilometers. And then, you know, the last five kilometers is basically your body, you're already, your mental mindset is that, yeah, you're, you're pretty soon in the, you know, in the, in the, you've done this completely. So then it starts wearing you down. But it's interesting. Yeah. The first 15 kilometers is, is this, this moment of a time. And I guess that's in running as well. When your body tells you that, no, and brain is telling you, no, well, you, you can't you, do you, that. You, you still aren't too far away to, uh, 
to, to turn to back. back. I, yeah, I you guess could, you could be home in a few minutes. Well. But it's also you, the, like, oh, it. you feel <laughs> incredibly more tired and then you get past that and you're like, no, 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 you're failing. Your mind, you go past that mind block and then all of a sudden, dun, 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 and then it starts going again. It's, it's interesting. So um, endurance sports, so I, I don't skate, but endurance sports, is just like, so it's more an exercise for the mind than it is for the yeah. body, at least for me. So of course, this is just like exhausting to my body. So of course, but yeah. it is more about just like telling yourself, no, you will not listen to that tiny voice that tells you you can't do this or you never did that or uh, you shouldn't be doing this or you're too old or too, too Sunday or too, 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 too whatever to, to achieve that. But just like, just because it's hard, you will not stop. Which is not yep. stuff that um, yep. that is so you know typical for you as a person because if I look at you over the last few years, <laughs> I don't think that there's something you haven't touched. You learned Azure Functions, <laughs> you learned coding, you learned Node, you learned Power Apps, you learned oh, did I something tell that you, you haven't done. Did, did I tell you that I uh, since a year I'm learning C sharp? <laughs> Well, I mean, Good. once you know Good JavaScript example. and TypeScript, like C Sharp is just like yeah, yeah. Different language. Yeah. TypeScript helped a lot with that, but just like so, I, I I have a project, and we had a C Sharp developer in the project, and uh, unfortunately, he burned out, and oh, I that's right, yeah. inherited just like lots of Dataverse plugins from him, and they're written in C Sharp. So, and as there are just like no hireable C Sharp developers right now for some reason, I don't know why. Wow. I, I catch up very, very quickly with that, and um, yeah. But again, like, is, is there like there is nothing you haven't done? So, how how does one become fe 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 fearless in a sense of trying new 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 things? Yep, that's a good question. Um, I, I I think um, I'm socialized, just like PP long stockings. And she said, I never did this before, so I'm pretty sure this will go well. Or something yep. along those lines. So, <laughs> so it needs to be successful. So, and um, I, I just think that if you never try, the answer is always no. Right. And it, it, cannot, it, it can only get better if you try to do something. I'm not saying that I succeed in everything, but I get a fair understanding of a lot of things. And that, of course, helps me along the way. And I just, I'm easily bored, you know? So I, I, I like to expose myself to new things. And I think this is super common for people working in tech. We are all yep. bored super easily. And then we just like want to do the next thing and then the next thing and then the next thing. and. Um, Learning is like a muscle. So the more you do learn, the easier it is to learn. So if you learn two new skills at the very same time, that means during, due to how your brain works and how it is wired, that you learn both things better than if you did that um, one after the other. So if you learn- well, but, then there's also, but then there's also this other thing, right? That as you learn things, you're get, getting the mastery. Like, and that kind of gives you ego boost. Like, I know things, <laughs> but that also comes with the caveat that ego, I'm afraid to fail because I am now being seen as, you know, the expert, the master. If I, if I now fail or if I do something totally rubbish, it, that's going to reflect bad on me, which creates ego, which creates inertia to try new things because, oh my God, I'm going to fail. How do you deal with that? How, how do you 
Do you ever get that, or aren't you wired just in that way? Like, don't, don't, don't have that. Oh well, I guess that I'm. So I, I, I care about people. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't care about what people's opinion is about me. Right. So if someone thinks Louisa is good at or Louisa sucks at X, Y, Z, well, so would be. So um, of course, if that is a customer, that could create a problem. But yeah, so. Um, but is, is that I is that some I, I, something I the the, the mindset of not caring about somebody's opinion? Is that something you had, you always had, or is it something you developed over the the course of years? Uh, Well, let, let's say it's just like it improved over time, of course. So I, so at, at home, I'm, I'm still a punk rock girl. So I, 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 I never cared too much about what people think about me. But of course, I'm not, not affected by this um, at all. So there is always just like a certain element of Ooh, what, what, what might they think. But I just like try to, to keep that feeling at distance. And I... Also, I don't tell everyone, hey, I'm the best in X, Y, Z. No, I tell, hey, I make efforts to, or I learn something, or I'm interested yep. in, or I'm making progress. And yep. progress is, 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 is the goal. It is not perfection, because perfection, and, and we know that, that's the enemy of done, and it's just, it's just unreachable, and it makes you feel bad. I only compare myself to, I don't know, a week ago, or a month ago, or a year ago, or five years ago. I want to look at myself just like, well, five years ago, whoa. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm now really just like in, in, in a different place, um, not only professionally, but also mentally and just like everything. And um, then that's good. Improving, improving yourself one step at a time. But it, it's, it's one of those classical things. I, I hate going into conferences. I skip any presentation which has best practices of blah, blah, uh, told you by blah, blah, which is like, How would you know what is the best practice? Best practice is highly subjective in any single scale, you know, uh, topic. It's like, what is the best practice? Good practices, yes, absolutely. Uh, well, the but best it's practice to fly is not to fall. So I would the, yeah, say there's that that is some fair. generalizations. Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah. But it's it's, uh, it's the way of coming back on what Louisa was saying related on not claiming to be the expert on something uh it's it's a state of mind as well it's it's a good way of kind of a not being i will define you the best of whatever as an example well, but so, that, 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 that I, I, is, you know, well but that is you know i get that but on the, on the other hand i think that requires some mindset right because on the you know, on on the other hand we all crave to be recognized in a way and and attaining the mastery in something is a way to do that like to be recognized oh my god like that person is achieved xyz right so if you attach your if that is your way to be recognized well then you are in for a hard game True. because you will be you will hit that that inertia right so you will need to find basically a different way you will need to rewire yourself to be recognized or to get recognized in a different way like be recognized for the effort and not really the result Well, I guess. I, of, of course, I, I, I like recognition. I like appreciation. So I'm, I'm not immune to that at all. But I, I like to be recognized as a learned all, as someone who likes to improve themselves. And so th this is what I like to be recognized. And it's not about I need to be the best uh, developer in the world. No, but I'm, 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 I'm making efforts just like to learn a lot of things, even if that is... I don't know if I started late with that or if I'm, um, yeah, just like um, have a different background or something like that. So.
So, um, I guess, guess that comes even even there. Like, like, what does the best dev mean? Who defines that? Is that the person True, exactly? Well, who, that's that's highly who can write the again, most elaborate again, loop, or who yes, can yes. think but again, for wouldn't, right? wouldn't it be fair to say that also this kind of a mindset comes partly because of an experience, because you understand that it's not about you know that the world is much bigger than you initially thought, and there's a much more broader set of skills and people. And it's much better to work together with the people than put your trying to put yourself in the podium and be like, I'm the best of work, because it's like, no, you know. I guess like every person I meet can teach me something that I don't know. And this yep. is just like exactly how I walk through the world. So I'm just like curious about people. So yes, of course, I'm an introvert. So people can be a lot for me as well. But usually I meet people and they teach me something even without knowing that I did not know about. That may be a skill, that may be an attitude, that may be how they, how they see the world. And I would just like walk away from that encounter, just like feel richer on the inside than before. And yeah. I, I, I try to do the very same with people that meet me so that they just like have a better feeling after meeting me than before. And that is not something that, okay, so now I need to, to tick the box. So what did I teach this person? So it just like comes more naturally, but I just try to be kind. And I feel like this reflects then the kindness that people show me. And um, this is why I do not need to have this recognition on this. Yeah, Louisa is the best in X, Y, Z, or provides a session with best practices in X, Y, Z. But you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe let's put it that way, right? So let's say, let's say somebody would like to, somebody kind of came to the point where they realized shucks i am not that i am not i am like slave to my to my ego how how could they break those those chains how could they re reinvent themselves like where would they start um, i think it starts with just like first acknowledging that you're kind of bound to this external validation because though that is usually it is not ego which sounds like this is something that comes from the inside but mostly it's people who really depend on external validation that someone else tells them yeah you did great and my self-worth can't depend and can't rely on that someone else sure. tells me i did great so of course i have my standards and i have values that i live by as a human being and i need to adhere to those to be just just like to feel good but um I, I i can't put it just like in other people's hands to feel good about myself so it's first acknowledgement that we all rely on a lot of external validation i do of course as well but i just like try to keep that at distance just like who, who liked my post or uh, who retweeted that or um, who smiled at me or um, who recognized me at a conference or how many people asked me um, about topic X, Y, Z. So it, it could be professionally something like that, could be more personal as well, but just like we, we all rely on that. And yeah. just like seeing that um, your happiness and your how you feel about yourself, that this comes more from the inside, that would be just like the second step down. Yep. Now, 
we went already to the philosophical part uh, pretty fast. Yeah. This was this was wow. We went deep, deep, deep into in the right. human mind. And uh, um, how do you get to be Luisa's Luisa's position? Uh, so if if there would be somebody who's watching and you from afar and being like, oh my God, you have forty, fifty thousand billion followers in social media. You do so many stuff. Uh, <laughs> you, you do presentations you do samples you do uh all of that stuff I, what, what would be your like top three five you know recommendations how do you get to be to do what you do um well uh, do the thing tell people about it <laughs> so it's it's a very very yep. simple two-step process just like do whatever interests you so if this is just somehow a hot topic, like now AI is a super hot topic and everyone jumps on that, cool. If that is what was generally interesting to you, then yes. If you find something else that interests you, then yeah, do a thing. So build something or a blog it or whatever, just like do meaningful stuff. And then tell as many people as possible about this. And this could be that you blog about it, it could be that you um, post about it on LinkedIn, it could be that uh, you do a session or that you mentor people or that you create workshops or whatever that is, or whatever you or record a video, podcast, or do something to let people know that you did that thing in the very first place. And but then, it's so hard, but it's so, so hard to get other. Over and over and over and over again. So just like consistency is really key. Repeat. Repeat. Yeah, but, I mean, but still, you know, it's so hard to get it out there and work in the open and say something in the open. How would people start? Because again, like the moment you start talking stuff, like you, there will undoubtedly be people saying, oh, yeah. you got it wrong. This isn't yep. true. Who are you to say that? How would people start on that? Well, I, I started in open source, just like correcting typos in the docs. And then I co-authored an article and then I wrote an article and then I created samples and then I blogged about the samples and then I presented the samples. And so you can just like grow over time or just like, so if everyone is out there just like saying, oh my God, I can't do this and I'm not good enough or I have no clue what I'm doing, just like, hey, hit me up, um, I will help. Yeah, and and we do have programs for that, like sharing is caring yeah. initiative, yeah. as an example, which is targeting that particular thing. Because again, you you, you that's actually a good storyline on on starting by a fixing a typo, then you get approved your PR, you feel good about it, you'll do a bit more, you do a bit more because that grows your you know growth and learnings and skill sets, and you feel more empowered by, and you are no, no. more willing to, you know, contribute as well. No, no, so. we just said that you should feel about yourself always, all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm wrong most times. So I, I'm so, so, so yes, I'm an expert just like in a very, 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 very small niche, because otherwise I wouldn't be an expert. That means that about most stuff in the world, I have no clue about or only yep. just like a very shallow idea how things work. And then I'm just like super happy if someone lends me their knowledge so I can yep. just like see the world through their eyes. And yeah, Sharing is Caring um, is an amazing initiative. It got me into open source and it got me into contributing. So I'm a proud alumna of the uh, David and Hugo University. Um, <laughs> sharing is caring. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I need to blame them that, um, that I do what I do um, for, for, for a very, very good part. 
Yeah. And open source is uh, a true career booster for real. That was the next question. Why would you do open source? What, 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 what is this open source thing again? Why, why? You, you're a consultant. You're making money with your skills. It's your precious. It's your skills. Why are you sharing all of that away for free? That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, of course, um, for everything that I do open source, and that is a lot, there is no direct money that I get for that. That's true. And yes, I give away my skills and my knowledge. And at the very same time, um, I need to make sure that I attract the right clients for my business, which means that people who align with my ideas, people who um, have similar mindset and just like projects that fit my skill set, correct? And that is like all in all super important. So if I blog and if I do open source uh, work, then this means that potential customers see how I work. And only those where all these things match, they will feel attracted to how I work. And then they will just yep. like call me or just like send an email just like, hey, are you open for contract work? And then we'll say, yeah, well, that depends. Um, because I, I need to, I need, I need to like them as well. So this is how sure. it works. Sure. So it's well, just like but so like you, that. you are an expert, and you are showing your expertise. Yes. After all. <laughs> yes, 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 that, that's correct. So, uh, which means that usually, if you hire a consultant or you hire a developer, that you usually you, you get a black box because you don't exactly know what you're buying. Yep. Yep. And as I work a lot in the open, people exactly know what they get. Yeah. And you as a company, just like preferred, I don't know, some, some very traditional model. And maybe you will be better served with the PwC consultant and that will just like better fit your needs because my ideas are just like more radical than most consultants' ideas. Mm -hmm. And that means so because I, I really want to dig to the root of all the problems that a customer faces. So I want to just like cover things up and make them The hard truth. Yes, the hard truth. Can you handle the truth? Can you handle the truth? This, of course, is reflected my uh, personality <laughs> and reflects just like in, in all the work that I do. And that means that we have just like an incredible good cultural fit. Um, if people find me and people find yeah. me socials and people find me through my GitHub profile. But something uh, what you actually said there, that, that's a actually a really good point as well. So if we think about how many developers and, and consultants there are within the world related on Power Platform or Microsoft 365 or Microsoft Cloud, there's quite a few of them. So the open source is a good way of differentiating because, you know, this is me. Um, also, when I think about the market, uh, how do you differentiate? Um, how do you do marketing as a consultant for your skill sets? Well, again, open source conferences, all of that is technically a marketing channels and a, and a sales channel uh, for reaching for the audiences. And cool thing about doing things like open source and community is, is then you end up doing like podcast and like this one uh, you get that uh, additional you know visibility and exposure uh, for within the ecosystem which is yeah. it is yeah it, it certainly helps so basically the same way you know when you you're hiring a chef to cook for you you want to sample their food you want to know yes. if you will, if you will like what they do right like you will not yep. just like ah. I'll hire him I have, I have no idea if they they can cook but I'll hire them like that doesn't make any I, sense right and I and I also like the fact that sorry, Louis, I, I know that you're about to say something. Sorry, but I also like the fact that we're 
intentionally trying to be at least personally i intentionally share a bit more than about myself in, in, in you know in social media and twitter um because coming back on what you just said you want to have so that the customers know who you are as a person also so you find those customers who are willing to you know work with you so it will not come as a surprise to them like, like oh i'm yeah your values are a bit different than i am so we can't really work together no 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 this is me this is how i do stuff and and by the way i'm willing to work with any people but you know you, you will get me uh, because you're sharing a bit more on the social media so it's a yeah. brand building uh, as well so it's not just about uh and storytelling and brand personal brand building yeah. which is important for sales and marketing so yeah it also ensures that i can pick the projects that are interesting to me and that yep. i do not take on just like literally every job regardless if it's interesting or if i like it or if i like the project but yeah. leads pitch their projects to me and then i decide what i find interesting enough and but that also comes. You could make make an argument, right? That that comes from position of privilege because you are in a place where you get to choose, and not everybody but, uh, is in that place. If you just but, start the career, you don't have a name yet, or sure, you don't have, you know, sure. the financial from security. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So, um, of course, that is privilege. But um, so you work for it. Yes, you work for it. <laughs> you can put yourself into that position so um if you're someone who's just like starting out do the thing tell people about it that builds your brand and yep. if you have a yes. brand and reputation and then visibility and exposure and all of that then you will attract the right people and then if you don't like that project they're just like still standing 10 in line who just like wait for you to um to jump on that yeah that is pretty privileged and very fortunate i do not take this for granted but um I believe that this is how it should be because there are just like so many amazing people out there with super unique skill sets, just like where just like all the different skills overlap, just like in an amazing way that could just like add very unique value to, um, to other cool projects. So, um, I guess that mostly people in tech are not that good in telling other people about it. So they are sure. very good at doing sure. the thing, but they, maybe need a little bit more help in the telling people about it let no, my sample in in after all yes well <laughs> we are we are 100 we are uh, because it, it's let the sample in my github profile tell the story and it's like well but how could anybody find that um we we you know it's it's no, we really need build to make and sure. they will come <laughs> <laughs> Or classic story, uh, we do we do a lot of planning together with Louis are related on random community stuff, but classic story on the, for example, at some point there was more and more people, or there was more people in our community, closer community, who, for example, in the GitHub profile, it only had their first name, or they had a random, you know, name without any references or anything like that. And then you're like, well, Pro you're doing a period job, but I Maradona. don't know. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but you, how would you know who that person is? It's like I want to recruit that person. I want to offer this person. I could, you know, hire the person. All nine hundred. Who Steve. the person is? What do you mean? <laughs> yes. All uh, nine hundred. Uh, but before we before we close today, um, homework for everyone. So yeah. um, everyone, um, visit. Your, I was just about to say this as well. Thank visit, you. Liz. Visit your Twitter profile. Make sure it has your first name, a space, and your last name. That would be super cool. Yep. Um, also, 
um, reference your social. So if that is LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever the clown calls it today. So reference that as well um, so that people can find you and just like um, hire you or offer you a demo spot. Yes. Or just like, just yes. Something like that. So that's Put a picture there, put there something personal also as a picture, not just leave it the, the blank. Um, and again, oh, yeah, the, 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 the nice avatar created by guitar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, it might, might not be your you know face if you don't want to but again put something there because again it, it is yeah. github is a very good example it's your profile it's your calling card if you're looking into additional work um and the same actually applies even in i've seen twitter similar challenges as well or x like you said what did you say whatever the clown calls that this week uh, i guess that was the term what you said that's that's that what i said thing that's um but or or even in linkedin uh, i've seen some people who they basically flipping uh, removing their first name and you're like well but again ah this is professional network and i understand that some people might want to be you know silently in the background and but but then it's like okay that is your choice you can absolutely do that um you can stay in the background but then hopefully you will not have problems with you know getting employed or enough work um I would always go through every single so new social media name, full name, references, cross, and a picture, uh, just making sure that everybody knows, oh, this is the person. So, yeah. small thing to do, but it will help enormously uh, on doing those connections. Oh, and create a readme for yourself. And create a what? A readme. Readme, yes, yes, readme that's true. I have not done that in, 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 in GitHub. <sighs> It's like, it's homework this week. <laughs> yes, I On have homework to episode, do. We will go through your readme. We'll, <laughs> yes. we'll verify that your we'll, readme is in shape. <laughs> we'll go through how do you create a readme in GitHub? Should we do that? I don't know. Yes. Um, definitely do this. Maybe not for this format, but we should definitely do this. Yes. Sharing we should sharing. actually do that. Yes. Sharing we should definitely sharing. do that. Now, uh, I do apologize. I'm watching the clock. Uh, I, I had a warning uh, heads up already for uh, Louis and Waldeck uh, that I need to drop at this time. Quickly recap what's happening this week or next week. Uh, anything interesting on the table? Um, customer workshops and uh, Gen AI. Customer workshops on what? Gen AI. And there we go. Excellent. Uh, generative AI. Oh, it's yeah, generation AI. AI. Oh, generation X, generation Y, generation Z. And now we have generation AI. Generation X, yeah, generation Z, generation yeah. AI. Boomers. Oh, yeah. Generation AI. You're alpha. So you're my kids, they are alpha, but this is just AI now. Yes, yeah. exactly. Kids who are born now, they're going to be generation AI. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, like, what's on your table? Yes. Uh, we talked about, so last days, we figured out how we can make the uh, Chrome developer tools work for Microsoft 365 proxy as a UI. And that is something super, super cool. So I cannot wait to get that out there for folks to test. So that will be the one thing. And there is, other than that, working a lot around Microsoft Graph uh, connectors because these are they set some really cool tech that we've got available. And I want to tell everybody about it. We got to talk. That's... Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
On my table, we have 1.18.1 uh, release of SPFX, uh, starting to prep a bit on ESPC sessions, and we need to start doing that and coordinating right. things. And then there's a lot of, lot of new stuff and features coming out on Viva Connection stuff. So uh, we start to need writing some docs and videos. And yeah, we are heading stuff, towards so. Ignite. It's closer and closer, right? Yes, Ignite as well. So that is true. That's true. And Christmas is coming, and then, you know. So. New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Thank you, Louis, for joining on this one. Uh, really cool to catch up um, on the uh, on this side of the the, the things as well. Um, I guess this is uh, that's all for this interview. So thank you for joining. Uh, we'll be uh, continuing with the weekly articles with Waldeck uh, from here. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Cheers. Excellent. Thank you, Louis, on that one. Uh, one more time. Uh, so uh, next, we'll jump to the weekly articles. Uh, what well, Bible. Two week at what is it if we the, the recent articles recent articles okay that's just a good way of putting it okay so let me actually jump uh let's flip the format a bit uh so we'll get the articles uh visible i'll zoom a bit in here uh so let's start with the teams blog um so we had a in the team site and there was a proactively monitoring a user meeting quality in microsoft teams admin center so more and more we'll introduce administrative insights also on the productivity tooling which is great so that as an admin you are up to date on how well things are moving and and you're able to understand is everything okay is everything uh, everything going as expected so that's awesome more transparency uh, for the execution which is pretty pretty sweet there was also an article uh, on the Microsoft 365 blog uh, on a fall 2023 update on Microsoft VCO uh, for web. I'm not quite sure why it's only for web and not for desktop, but you know, uh, I haven't actually used VCO that much uh, recently. I used to use it at some point, but then I moved completely to PowerPoint. Uh, PowerPoint is my <laughs> chosen <laughs> model. But what's actually kind of a cool to know, if you are in Visio, we have now better set of tooling and icons, which are matching the updated uh, branding uh, of certain tooling, which is, which is absolutely great. Because yeah. when you're drawing pictures and all of that, you need this. Kubernetes shapes, Kubernetes, Kubernetes, audit diagrams. So a lot of, lot of new icons uh, coming in. That's actually really cool that we're adding more and more of those icons in and templates and all of that. So, and Visio is, is it's actually a really great tool. Good, good, good. Uh, on the Viva side, we had quite a lot of news. Actually, two weeks ago, two weeks ago on Tuesday, there was first of all this uh, October 2023 update on the Microsoft Viva, uh, which was collecting all of the different updates in the Microsoft Viva side, which is a lot to handle. Uh, Microsoft Viva is one of those things where it's really hard to kind of understand how many modules, what are the modules, what are they actually doing? We're getting that feedback quite, a, uh, and we're trying to address that for sure. But the cool thing about here is for sure the updated Viva connection experiences, uh, which is really, really starting to look like a you know polished intranet experience. Uh, of course, you can still use absolutely SharePoint, and this is powered by SharePoint, but you can choose also to use a SharePoint portal experiences, but this is also an option available for you as a you know landing page of your company. Um, so there will be nice hero news articles, uh, announcements, and then the customizable dashboard with SPFX and all of that. So a lot of of cool stuff uh, there. Announcements coming in, dark mode coming in, uh, analytics coming in, Viva Connection, new card types coming in as well. So you're able to create a different kind of card types. Uh, we'll talk about that one 
a bit later today as well. Um, there's a out of out of the box cards available, and you can build custom cards, which is pretty sweet. And a lot of lot of new capabilities and investments in here. Then there was actually uh, in other Viva areas, uh, Viva Engage had also updates uh, as uh, Viva Engage, aka Yammer. Well, it's much more than Yammer nowadays, but still. Um, and then there was updates over there, new capabilities, and so not actually missing things. Uh, network analytics, we were engaged, we were engaged, we were engaged. You are just we only engaged. halfway the page. Yeah, this is, like, there's so many things. Massive. Yeah. Viva Goals has new stuff available as well, um, how things are working. Uh, and so that is just one month, right? Yes, this is one month. It's uh, insane. And Viva Amplify goes GA, uh, which is really, really cool. And we also released the Viva Home, uh, which is a suit level uh, web page, basically on surfacing different capabilities. Uh, so a lot of, lot of stuff uh, available here. Now related on the Viva Amplify, uh, which is for corporate communications, really targeting that corporate communication uh, or audience and a role. Uh, we also had a separate blog post uh, that is going GA. Um, that team is pretty close actually to my organization and they've been building this for quite a long time. So it's not really the changes only within one month, but it trickles down now as a, um, to be announced at the, at the October. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to show a lot of cool stuff in the upcoming Ignite as well. But basically, with Viva Amplify, you're able to target uh, the multiple challenge channels. You write once, and then you target multiple channels, and then your information is delivered to multiple channels, channels from one location, which is pretty sweet. And uh, starts looking awesome, awesome. Nice. And plus, plus the statistics as well, which is super important. Uh, so as you're communicating, you will need to know, are people actually reading that or not? So uh, is that communication going true? So really, really cool stuff. Now, on the Viva, we also introduced new AI-powered skills. Uh, so, um, and this is really for uh, addressing the profile experiences um, as well. Um, so basically making sure that uh, we are, you're able to manage to use a profile attributes and view the people's and skills inside of uh, your organization. So a lot of investments in this area as well. Um, I don't think we have yet uh, deprecated or made official deprecation announcement on the classic SharePoint user profile, but uh, we definitely want to have more more than at least the views on the user data directly in Microsoft 365. Um, so rather than that old clumsy thing, which we haven't really, that <laughs> hasn't been evolved that much. So good, good. Now on the developer side, do you want to actually cover a few of this? Uh, so definitely, definitely. So we've got an update to the OData property ch changes or, or the OData properties of the Microsoft Graph call records API, uh, right? So there are some things that we should, and I'm not sure if that is, yes, we already announced in the past a breaking change and now it's gonna be effective. So definitely if you yep. work with these APIs, check it out to see if that affects you or not. Yep, absolutely. This one's also interesting. One, yeah, definitely. Teams Toolkit keeps evolving, right? And this is yet another month, yet yet another set, set of, of updates, all geared towards helping you building apps for, for teams, right? And basically taking away a lot of the uh, work that is kind of like around build, building the apps for, for, for teams, like packaging, the, the deploying the app and so forth and so on, basically allowing you to focus on building the actual app code as opposed to everything around it. So definitely yep. check it out because it's definitely worth the, uh, the effort. 
absolutely uh that looks familiar that sample so <laughs> yeah. might have been involved in some of that that those things as well now rabia williams also had a new article related on copilot and microsoft teams exactly right so you've or might have already heard about messaging or or the message extensions for teams right like they allow you to really easily find things directly from from teams and also act on them right because there's also the, the part where you will get a form and you can act on things that are stored externally to teams the cool thing is that you might not know is that message extensions is or a message extension is also a microsoft 365 copilot pl plugin so if yep. you build it once, if you acquire those skills, you can now develop extensions for MySQL 365 Copilot, which is great because that will allow you to let Copilot reason over all the data that you've got in your org as opposed to only the files you create on MySQL 365. So that definitely check this out because you will learn more how you can do more with your existing skills. Yep, absolutely. And uh, there was also an interesting update on the Outlook side. And I, I love this one because we're getting more and more aligned across the Microsoft 365. And this is basically making sure that also Office add-ins are using uh, the Teams app manifest. Um, and this is not a, a one-time thing. So all of the Microsoft 365 uh, application extensibility is gradually moving into the using the Teams app manifest, which is a bit of a interesting when you think about it from a naming perspective it's like they're doing what uh, but it's an outlaw office setting yeah but it, you know maybe we don't want to confuse the audience and maybe we should have actually come up with a new generic name for that i don't know um, for my, for my just, 65 perhaps yeah maybe maybe that would make sense. i don't maybe know. that I, that is the long-term plan maybe you know maybe, when we maybe. reach the crew crew critical mass and we have because it's it's this weird thing where if you only do one thing and you change the name, it's like that doesn't really ju justify the Correct. name. So maybe, Correct. and I don't know, like I don't, I don't know, but maybe that is kind of part of the play where, when we reach the critical mass, maybe then we'll yep. say, okay, now we are in a place where it makes sense to name it differently because it does more. So maybe yep, that, that is kind of the, the uh, the goal there. I don't know, to be honest. No, no confirmation. Exactly. Not or... sharing any NDA plans or any plans. Like I'd, I, I genuinely wonder. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, Patrick Rogers had also an update related on retirement of all SharePoint file services version. Patrick is now named the API Surface in ODSP, which is, by the way, huge and massive. It's just uh, amazingly broad uh, APIs. But key point here is that we are deprecating the REST certain REST endpoints uh, where you're hitting directly the REST uh, directly. And SharePoint for the for the uh, graph uh, endpoint. So of course, Microsoft Graph should be the right uh, API to use for many of this stuff, and that's where the investments are. So important thing. Now in September. There was a Power Platform Global AI Hackathon, uh, Hack Together, uh, and that and this is a summary from Shawana and April uh, on what what happened and what was the basically the sessions. And you can watch a lot of this stuff as a uh, recording. They're all available uh, for free to you to access. And then announcing the 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 the, well, the, so actually, the by the time we're recording this, the winners have been announced via email already because they've been announced by they've been announced by last Friday, October the twentieth. So Correct. if you were like a winner, congrats to you, and they yes. would be publicly announced. Actually, today, today. As we're recording this. Exciting times. <laughs> yes. That is we're true. We're just That's early. True. 
Yes, just too early on the day. And today, uh, yeah, it's still like 4 p.m. in a, in a Redmond time frame. Uh, not sure when that's going to be a share. So, yeah, 4 a.m. Yes, indeed. No, yeah. A.m. p.m. We know. Um, Anand uh, had a new blog post in the Microsoft 365 platform community blog around chatbot component in Power Apps using Power Virtual Agents. Um, and a good reference point again on how do we make things happen and how do we include capabilities and really, really cool stuff and complicated. Well, not super complicated setup, but basically working through you know, visual presentation on how to make those things happen. Uh, Dechuan uh, had also a new blog post related to Microsoft List, how to increase the columns available for calendar view formatting. Uh, so how can I make that more flexible and adjusting things? Uh, that's actually really, really cool as well. Um, so I can do more optimized experiences within the list presentation. So. Cool. Waldek, you had a blog post as well. Yes, uh, one of the few. And I was only allowed to pick one, so here it is. Basically, if you build apps on .NET, you will probably use Microsoft Graph SDK to more easily uh, connect your app to Microsoft 365. As you go, though, you might need the ability to look into what actually requests and responses go over the line. So I present you a simple approach that, that, that you can use to extend the SDK uh, and with that gain actual insights into the actual payloads that are going over the line in case something does not work as intended because that will allow you to understand what's going over the wire and what are the things that might be wrong. So this is a really yep. cool trick up your sleeve that you can use to basically uh, de debug things more efficiently. Absolutely, that's really, really cool. Also, Chris O'Brien had a about coolness, you know, cool, you know, Chris O'Brien, cool, because Chris is cool. Now, uh, Chris O'Brien had a also really cool, yes. <laughs> it's too early for <laughs> this. <laughs> or, or you're getting too old. Now, uh, cool plug first on building generative AI chat GPT on your data solution, conservation, pitfalls, and lesson learns. And I know that Cloud, uh, Content and Cloud has been doing a lot of these kind of scenarios and solutions uh, within the past 12 months. Um, so he's hearing his learnings and what they built uh, and considerations for your solution architecture. A lot of, lot of super valuable stuff uh, related on AI um, and optimizations on that side. So cool, cool, cool article from the cool Chris O'Brien. Now we're talking about cool. No, <laughs> Bring up the energy, right? It's like, oh, yes. cool. Yes. <laughs> but wait, there is more. There is more. Warthaman uh, had a new blog post related on chat with your user directory using OpenAI functions and Microsoft Craft. That's actually really cool as well. So the OpenAI functions give you the opportunity of basically feeding in the, the NLP, the National Lang Language Processor, your results from your APIs. So basically then we're hitting the Microsoft Graph API, feeding information, sending that to the OpenAI for formatting. It will then respond back in a human understandable language. Um, so it's, it's actually a really, really cool uh, capability. And he's implemented a storyline related on on this one, so who are the devs in NY, and then basically the function calling is calling back and saying, hey, you have the Graph API, which has this information. And this would be so cool to have at Microsoft, where we have 200,000 co colleagues. So like, hey, who, who's doing work on X? True. The that only is, caveat there is, is that it's not in your user profile, it's just the work you do. So, you know, being able true. to ask that, like, it will be interesting to see how we can infer that from all the uh, data and insight that we have stored on Microsoft 365. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. Anyway, 
uh, Marcus Müller had a two blog posts. I'm going to do them side by side. Uh, creating Teams meeting, install Teams meeting app and use custom data in Node.js. Uh, so that's actually a really, really typical scenario on the Teams extensibility. Thank you, Marcus, on, on writing so much and helping so, so many customers and partners to, to make this scenario. So, and uh, again, a really detailed blog post explaining what happens, what are the code pieces and, and how things are actually working behind of the scenes. So thank you, Marcus, on that one. Super detailed work and how Absolutely. it actually looks like and marco oh that wasn't marcus actually i, I was wrong no. i was i was checking the icons but it's a work <laughs> so uh, alex burst uh, uh had a blog post around introducing the copilot cheese wheel a what <laughs> basically a diagram that shows all the different copilots that there are yeah. available on microsoft yes. cloud i guess yep. uh, because this is not only microsoft 365 i suppose this is across yeah that's that's github and all of that yep yeah that's kind of a trying yeah. to explain yeah. all of the different co-pilots and ais and chats and all of that stuff yeah that's actually really cool so cool, cool and picture. i guess there is even more of them right because like there so is much... even more of them. Yeah. 155 yeah. was what uh what was mentioned in the south coast summit uh for now i think it's more than that already because you know <laughs> It evolves you every single you product. You get a co-pilot. I found a co It's a co-pilot. No, it's your dog. Oh, it is my dog. <laughs> Sorry. Um, now, <laughs> changes on how to sideload and Outlook adding the manifest as of September 2023 from Carm. Uh, Carm from uh, Cameron. Uh, so basically changes on the site loading. Site loading means that we are basically adding the component directly within the customer uh, app tenant, not through the store, but uh, site loading that in. Uh, and there are some changes on how that's being handled and, and how do you do that across the Microsoft 365 um, experience. That's actually really, really cool. Good. Alignment, alignment, alignment. The message center show uh, from Daryl and Daniel uh, had a uh, the latest version 306. Actually, they will publish 307 today, but 306, because we're recording this earlier today, uh, will be around Microsoft Designer, will make Teams announcement pop. Uh, sounds like, wait, what? what? But it's actually, that's a, a one of the announcements from last week. Uh, that what it means is that you are able to create dynamic pictures directly within the Microsoft Teams announcement box. Um, I've tested that internally. It's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, and cool to say that it's uh, externally uh, rolling out as well. So you're able to basically generate text and images on fly yeah. for the, the announcement section, which is pretty that's cool. cool. This is, yeah, making life easier. Now you had a tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweet? Yes, tweet? actually, uh, a, 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 a whole thread. Over the last few days, we figured out something really cool, right? And the idea is that Microsoft 365 pro pro Proxy, which allows you to simulate be behaviors and APIs, is a terminal app. So you run it in console. And the caveat with that is, is that when you test an app that does a lot of API calls, all of that gets logged to terminal, making it really hard for you to see like what's going where exactly. Yep. And we got requests. So, so, so currently, we only log the messages. Like we saw this call, we reacted to it, and the guidance. But we wanted to to log more. Like we wanted to actually show you the requests, the headers, the body, and so forth and so on. But there is just no room in terminal. Yep. We found out this cool way about it. It turns out that you can plug your own data into the dev tools in chromium yep so that becomes the ui for us 
So basically, yep, we can log really to cool. consult or we can log to network. You can you can use the headers tab, the networks tab, consult tab. You can use the response tab to view the requests. So it's really really cool because it frees us from building maintaining a UI, and it, and it gives you a tool that you've already know because you use yes. it already for your work, yep. and you can use it with us. So this is really really cool thing that we found out like how we can use that to our needs. And we really hope that we will be able to make it available to you in preview over the next days for you to test and hear how you like this. Yep, really, really cool. Uh, looks awesome, absolutely. Um, great, great, great finding uh, for sure. Now on the video side, April had a new uh, video related on uh, MPPC 23 as in the Power Platform Conference, October 2023 recaps of what was the, the announcements and what are the feelings and all of that. So April was on the conference presenting as well. Uh, so recapping all of that. Uh, the, on the tick, uh, PSOS Tech Bytes, uh, Paolo had a new uh, five minute video, two four minute video actually on new textbook based card views in ACES. And this basically gives us the option of, of having much more flexibility related on those dashboard cards uh, within a SharePoint and MViva connection. So that's actually pretty, really cool as well. Uh, on the Shane uh, blog, there was a Power Automate Copilot deep dive uh, and the new UI. So walk, walking through on that one, how does it actually work and, and all of that 31 minutes uh, of uh, these insights uh, on how things are working. So thank you, Shane, on that one. Awesome, awesome stuff. And then the last one uh, was the Sympraxis Consulting. Sympraxis actually has a really nice series where the Sympraxis people are uh, having a discussion and explaining scenarios, and they always change the, the theme. I think it's a bi-weekly series or weekly series, and then they change the theme and the focus areas on what's being covered. This time, the focus was on new Teams features, uh, so what's available there. By far, my favorite is the meeting recap. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> One day. Cool. On the sample side, a uh, lot of lot of new samples uh, since the last time we recorded. So I think quickly calculating, we have 12, roughly 12, uh, 15 new samples again on here. Walter wow. has done a lot of work on the uh, on the graph connectors. Graph connectors, and then additional samples on the script side, list formatting, uh, content retail uh, dashboard that looks pretty familiar, related on the one article what we actually talked about yeah. earlier today. Um, so um, and there's multiple other implement uh, improvements here. We'll list all of this in the blog post summary. But that's it for the articles and things. Uh, I will stop and I will I will not stop. I will do here. So let's actually close up uh, this recording. Thank you, Luisa, one more time for joining uh, for our discussion. Uh, awesome work by the Microsoft and, and uh, article writers and the community article writers. So much stuff happening. Uh, it's hard to keep up. Hopefully you find this show interesting uh, and it helps you to stay up to date on what's happening. All good? Totally. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back within a week. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you all. Bye.